Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is Saturday, September 16, 2023, and welcome to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. It's so hard to believe that we are getting ready to come up on October, uh, getting ready to go into fall, getting ready to head toward the holidays. What a year this has been already, and I hope that you are um satisfied with the results that you've experienced thus far in 2023. I'm excited as always to be with you and to have another opportunity to share the message of empowerment with people around the world. I want to first of all just say hello to anyone that may be listening to this podcast for the very first time. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your life your day, your schedule to join us for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. This is more than a show. This is a platform that we've created to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And through intriguing conversations, inspiring guests, intentional tools and strategies, and legendary wisdom, we want to empower you to live your greatest life every single day. Um, that's been the mission from inception, and that will always be the mission and vision that drives this podcast and platform. But I hope that you will get some value out of this and that you will stay connected with us in the days and the weeks to come. Hello to my normal listening audience, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we appreciate you. I am so excited about uh, the exclusive content coming to the Apple Podcast platform, and I hope that you will stay tuned and connected to find out more about it. Hello to those of you listening to me on Stitcher. I'm so sad that Stitcher is going away, but I hope that you will stay connected through another vehicle or platform. Hello to those of you listening to me on Google Podcasts. Thank you so much. Hello to the, those of you listening to me on Spotify. I really love Spotify, and we have seen such tremendous growth from that platform. And when we look at the data and the analytics and the countries and the parts of the world that are listening to this podcast on Spotify, it's amazing. So thank you so much for tuning in to this empowering message. Hello to those of you that are listening to me on iHeartRadio, those of you listening on Amazon Music, those of you listening on Audible, those of you listening on Luminary, and any other platform that I may not have named, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to serve you and to do life with you. I would love to connect with you beyond this podcast. You can find out more information about me by going to www.jamelsanders.com. Again, that's www.jamelsanders.com. There you will find a plethora of empowerment tools and resources to help you live a greater life. You'll find out more, more excuse me, about me and the work I'm doing around the world and all of that great information is there. You can sign up sign up for my Empowerment Newsletter, Empowerment Breakthroughs, right on the homepage. You can find the links to all of my social media platforms with the exception of TikTok, which I believe is official Jamel Sanders, and Threads, which is also official Jamel Sanders. You can find out more about my books, conferences, seminars, symposiums, and more. Beyond this podcast, I am the founder and CEO of Jamel Sanders International, LLC, a global management consulting advisory firm that is devoted to empowering leaders around the world to fulfill purpose and realize their greatest potential and ultimately to make an impact in the world and to bring solutions to complex global problems. So I have the privilege of working with leaders in business and government around the world, advising and helping to train and develop leaders that will push the world forward. So you can find out more about all of that on my website. Also, I have written a lot of books, but I won't go into all of them for the sake of time. I'll just recommend my latest book to you, um, pressure, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession, 
this book is very interesting, and I say this because it's the book that almost never got written um, as me and those that work closely with me were discussing whether to release this book. Um, I had a lot of trepidations and reservations because it was a very spiritually focused book, and a lot of my work has really been centered around leadership, personal development, identity building, authenticity, um, authentic leadership, and so much more, and and even the mind, but I never delved so deeply into spirituality, and I was concerned that the book would not resonate with people and I was wrong. Um, the feedback, the response, the aha moments, the breakthrough stories that I've heard from people that have read this book and some that are reading it now is unbelievable. And so I'm so grateful that pressure has resonated with so many of you. Uh, this is a book about my life, my faith, my spiritual journey, the lessons that have shaped me along the way, the power of prayer. Uh, how do you bring a prophetic potentiality into the realm of manifestation? Um, that happens through a prophetic developmental process, and this book really delves into um, how to manifest your greatest desires and to see those things become a reality in your life. And I believe you'll get a lot of value out of this book. You can get the book from Amazon, Kindle, Nook, and most book distributors have access to pressure. I want to say a special thank to all of the amazing people that have supported this book, that have shared your personal stories and insights about how it has changed your life. I'm so grateful that it has been such a great tool and great blessing to so many of you. So, again, the book is Pressure, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession. Of course, you know about my breakthrough journal. I love to journal. I've been journaling for a very long time, and I finally released a journal, and I believe this is a great tool for you to write your goals, clarify your vision, plan for the future, prioritize your life, and to take your life to the next level. Journaling is a powerful success tool and empowerment secret that will take your life to a whole new level. Journaling transformed so much for me, and I know it will do the same thing for you. Uh, you can get the Breakthrough Journal by going to jamelsanders.com. You can find it on the homepage or go under my shop, and you'll see the Breakthrough Journal there as well. Thank you so much to everybody that has supported uh, the Breakthrough Journal and shared with me how you have enjoyed it and gotten so much out of it so far. So what I want to do, I want to take a very quick break, and I want to jump right into the next part of our latest series. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right, we're back. So we're in the middle of an amazing series called Whole, Embracing a Life of Freedom. And I tell you, the feedback I've gotten just from the first two parts of this series has been amazing. And I love when I get the feedback because it lets me know that I'm on par and on course with where so many people are in their lives at this time. And um, as I begin to really script out this series and where I wanted it to go, I felt like this was really going to be special because this is really a series that is going to help people to interrupt patterns and to break cycles in their lives. And if we really get this information and apply this information to our lives, we're going to be better and we're going to be empowered to uh, realize our greatest potential and to just live an incredible life. And so I hope that you will stay connected. Uh, these episodes have been heavy, and so I've encouraged people to just go back and listen to it again because I don't think one time is going to give you everything that you need to get. But I believe that these insights are going to really help you uh, to take your life to the next level. So let's delve into this. So many people want freedom in their moments when they have not first experienced freedom in their minds. 
I felt like that was the perfect way to open up this part of the series. Uh, A lot of people want freedom in their moments, but they have not first experienced freedom in their minds. And I feel like uh, freedom has everything to do with your mindset and your paradigm. And a lot of times we're looking outwardly, we're looking externally, we're looking around us for this freedom, and we don't realize that the key and the catalyst to this freedom is really within us. And so many times we're avoiding doing the necessary non-negotiable work that is going to produce the outcomes that we want to see in our lives. I talk to so many people that say they want this, I want that, I want to go to the next level in my life, I want to do big things with my life. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to do big things. The problem is that we have a culture of people that want to do big things with a broken belief system. I want you to just digest what I just said for a moment. We have a culture of people that want to do big things with a broken belief system. And I can tell you from decades of personal experience and doing the work that no big plan, no big goal, no big dream, no big intention or desire is going to manifest in your life with a broken belief system. And no freedom is going to manifest in your life with a faulty belief system. Uh, At some point in the journey, we have to make that very important decision that we're going to do the work that is necessary to take our lives to the next level. So many of us have become so content uh, with a certain condition, with a certain lingering effect in our lives, that we have not pursued anything better for our lives when better is always possible. And so I don't want you to uh, adopt this mentality of, accepting a dysfunctional or a broken life and telling yourself that this is the reality that you have to live with. I think that one of the things that so attracts people to my life and work and this message of empowerment is that I'm giving you the prescription and the panacea for you to break out and to break into new possibilities for your life. For every prohibiting force that tries to block your success and prosperity, there is a panacea that will break you into possibilities and opportunities. And I think that one of the reasons that uh, this message in particular resonates so deeply is because people know in their heart of hearts that there is better possible for their lives and that they can break this cycle and that they can move to the next level in their lives. Your life can change any moment that you get ready for it to change. And I think as people begin to awaken to that paradigm and idea, uh, it begins to not only shift their thinking, but it empowers them to change the course and the direction that their life is taking. Uh, Freedom is a commendable desire in life. However, freedom is a choice and something that you must be willing to commit to. Uh, to for your life. Let me say it again. Freedom is commendable, but it's a choice and something that you must be willing to commit to for your life. And so I think one of the most important questions and something that you should journal about over the next few days or the next week is, am I really committed to a life of freedom? Because I think a lot of times we think about this from an intellectual point of view, but we don't really think about the uh, price and the cost that will go into creating the freedom and the change that we want to see happen in our lives. In other words, freedom is not the product of hope or desire. Freedom is the product of your own mind. I want you to really understand that because we often see freedom as this hope, this dream, this vision, this far-reaching possibility of what our lives can become, and we don't realize that freedom has everything to do with your mind. And as I begin to understand that freedom had everything to do with my mind, I had to make the critical decision to heal my mind. Let me say that again. As I began to discover that freedom 
is something that has to be the product of your mind. It caused me to have to do the work to heal my mind because a lot of us have toxic thoughts. We have self-limiting beliefs and perceptions. We have psychological cons do not support the dream or the reality that we want to create. And so what we try to do, we try to pack more information, more knowledge on top of an unhealed mind, and we keep getting the same results and we're confused. Well, you can't pack new information on an unhealed mind and expect to produce a changed life. At some point, you have to begin to do the psychological work and the inner work that's going to produce the transformation that you want to see. What I want us to understand and to know is that as long as you are bound in your mind, you will never birth beautiful moments in your life. And we can have all the great vision, all the great hope, all the great aspiration in the world, but if we don't begin to do that work on our mindset, all of these things will just be something floating out in the air and this hope in our heart of what's possible, but none of those things will uh, become a reality for us. And so I think it's so important that you understand the part that you have to play in your freedom and you taking your personal power back so that you can be everything that you were destined and created to be. Many people uh, look at my life today and they admire my life and work. However, in order to appreciate who I am today, you have to first understand the experiences that have shaped who I am today. So a lot of times we look at individuals and we admire their lives and we admire their strength and we admire their power, we admire their influence, but we don't understand the factors that have shaped who they are today. And if you're missing that critical piece, then you're not going to truly uh, understand that individual or the power they possess or how they have gotten to where they are in their lives. And so I think it's so important for you to look at freedom as a process and a journey. Let me say that again. It's so important that you look at freedom as a process and a journey. So many people think that freedom is something you can rush and you can snap your fingers and you're at freedom. Well, it doesn't happen that way. You didn't get entangled in bondage overnight, and you're not going to be free overnight. But there is a journey that you can take within yourself to get to a place of wholeness and to embrace a life of freedom and a life of possibilities and a life that is beautiful and meaningful if you will put in the time and do the work to produce it. Um, what many people fail to understand is that it is our experiences that have so greatly shaped the people that we are becoming and who we will become in the future. Uh, what people don't know is that there are many battles in my life that I've had to fight behind the scenes, and those battles had to be won in private. We do a lot of talking in public, but we don't do a lot of work in private. And so I hear a lot of people make a lot of, you know, very good statements and beautiful statements on the public platform, but the reality is is that you got to do this work behind the scenes. And if you're uh, not willing to do that work, then everything that you say becomes discounted because uh, when it comes down to the real battles, you're not doing what you need to do uh, to get you from where you are to where it is that you want to be in your life. What I want people to understand is that you see the platform today, but few people understand the price that comes with platforms and with influence. We live in a culture where everybody wants to be influenced. It doesn't take much work or effort uh, to get famous or to become a celebrity in our culture, but it does take work to be an influential leader with sustainable impact for years and generations to come. I mean, a lot of people pop up as famous in our culture, and in a year or so, nobody remembers them. That's not effective leadership or governance of power. That's somebody that just had a good moment. But success is not about a moment. Success is about sustainability and the ability to sustain that moment 
for however long you are destined to be on a particular platform. What I want people to understand is that freedom is available, but freedom must be pursued. And so I think that one of the most important questions that we must ask ourselves in life is, am I really pursuing freedom? Because let me just have a real conversation with you. So many people say they want success, say they want prosperity, say they want excellence, say they want greatness, say they want to go to the next level in life. But I can always tell what a person is desiring by what they pursue. I can always tell what's at the forefront of a person's thinking about what they pursue because people say a lot of things, but I look at the pursuits of their lives and their pursuits betray them. It lets me know that this thing is not really as important and it doesn't have as much value as they say that it does because if it had as much value as we say that it does, then we wouldn't sit up weekend after weekend, day after day, night after night, watching Netflix. We wouldn't be hanging out every weekend. We wouldn't be wasting valuable time and moments telling ourselves I got all the time in the world and not really making progress on our goals, our dreams, and the greatest desires in our heart. So the next time you begin to tell yourself that, I want you to ask yourself, what am I really pursuing? Because your pursuit are going to be the greatest indicator of what you value. Your pursuits are going to be the greatest indicator of what you value. And your uh, negligence is the greatest revealer. Uh, your negligence, how can I say that, is the greatest revealer of something that has not become a non-negotiable in your life. Let me say it again. Your negligence reveals to me something that has not become a non-negotiable in your life. And so I don't have time to get into that, but we should all have non-negotiables in our lives, and those non-negotiables should shape the pursuits and the things that we prioritize in our lives. But that's another show for another day. We often talk about the pursuit of happiness, however few conversations uh, ever revolve around the pursuit of freedom. Have you ever thought about that? There are so many people that say they want happiness, but how can you have happiness and you don't even have freedom? You first got to figure out how do I get to freedom in my life, and then happiness can become an off um, branch of that uh, freedom that you've established in your life. And so we are drawn to what we often lack the proficiency to define or the capacity to understand. A lot of people, one of the greatest barriers to success for most people is the inability to get clear about what they want. Write that down. One of the greatest barriers to success for most people is their inability to get clear about what they really want. 99% of people can tell you unequivocally what they don't want. Only 1% of people can tell you what they do want, and those 1% are those who go on to succeed and thrive and do amazing things in life. One of the things that you need to do get clarification about what you really want. I call it clarification of desire. What is your real desire? What is it that you really want? Be able to clarify that and articulate that because your articulation becomes the magnet for attraction. Write that down. Your articulation becomes a magnet for attraction. Any of the things that I've attracted into my life and I'm attracting into my life even now is the result of my mastery of communication, my ability to articulate my visions and desires and intentions makes me a magnet attracting those things into my life. You're not attracting them because you have not got skilled enough in the language of possibilities. I can't go there. That's another show. And so uh, most people spend their entire lives chasing something that they will never obtain. If you can't even clarify it and define it and articulate it, how are you going to see that thing become a reality in your life? You don't know what you want. So if it came your way tomorrow, you wouldn't know what to do with it because you don't even know what you want. And so 
Um, don't spend your entire life trying to figure out what you want. Get clear about what you want and get concrete about what you want. What do I mean by that? Don't want this one day and then two days later I want this. Well, now you're confusing yourself and your heart because your heart is trying to align with a desire and now you're telling your heart, that's not the desire, I want this desire. If you keep doing that, you're never going to get the manifestation of what it is that you want to see. So be impeccable with your words. Things that people always say about me is my ability to be impeccable with my words. I don't waste words. I don't just use words haphazardly or capriciously. I use my words very intentionally like a conductor does an orchestra because I realize that my words are framing my world, they are framing what's possible for my life, and they are determining and deciding my future. Uh, you don't have time to waste and years to throw away. I want to make it very simple for you and let you know um, what you are longing for in your life is freedom. Uh, most people don't know how to articulate it. They don't know how to give it expression and form and shape. But the thing that most people are looking for in their lives is freedom. And they are miserable and they are unhappy because they are pursuing everything but freedom. And the reality is that you are going to be uh, unhappy, unfulfilled, miserable, empty because you are pursuing vain pursuits and you are not pursuing the thing that really matters in your life. And the thing that really matters is freedom. Uh, I know we live in a culture that tells us that prestige matters, success matters, titles matter, power matters. None of that matters if you're not free. Because the reality is that any person that is not walking in freedom uh, is in slavery. And some people say, well, I'm not in bondage to anything, but you are. Anything that has power and control over your life is something that has you in slavery and bondage. And you have to break free from that thing. And you have to understand that the only way you break free from it is choosing freedom and committing to freedom and understanding that freedom is the product of your own mind. How do I know this? Because contrary to popular belief, I spent a portion of my life in bondage. I couldn't tell you about it if I hadn't experienced it. So I know and I see it in individuals all the time. I, I don't have to spend a whole lot of time with them. I can tell that something is fundamentally broken internally and that they need to do some work. And I can also see all the signs of a crash happening in their lives. And I pray for those individuals because I realize that if they don't get a grip on this thing, this thing is going to destroy their lives. And many of them, um, you'll find they're very prideful, egotistical individuals. They'll tell you they're fine, I'm good, they're not good, they're broken. And they're avoiding the work. And if you avoid the work, you deny yourself the healing that you need. Write that down. If you avoid the work, you deny yourself the healing that you need. And so you can't help a person that won't acknowledge that they're in a struggle. And so the world is filled with people that are anesthetizing uh, pain, anesthetizing emptiness and emotional wounds that they refuse to deal with. And they just numb their way through life, but they'll never be powerful. They'll never realize their greatest potential because they refuse to deal with these hidden matters of the heart. I can't stay there. Um, I, I know what it means to be in bondage, in bondage to the opinions and expectations of other people, in bondage to self-limiting beliefs and perceptions, in bondage to guilt and shame, in bondage to emptiness, in bondage to insignificance, I could go on and on. I know what it feels like to be bound, and it's not a good place to be in your life. It's not a healthy place. Um, and that was a small portion of my life, but I know so many people that that has become the totality of their lives, and they're not doing anything about it. They're just trying to numb the pain. But there are some things that you got to deal with in your life. Pain does not dissipate because uh, you avoid it. 
pain does not dissipate because you avoid it or deny it. There comes a point in your life where you realize that denial is the uh, catalyst for disempowerment, disempowered existence, and you have to do something about uh, the state that you're in so that your life can begin to change. Um, if anybody can talk to you about emptiness, I could talk to you all day about emptiness. I encourage you to read uh, my autobiography, Unbreakable, and I encourage you to read Significance, where I talk about some of the emptiest and darkest times in my life and how I overcame them. And people today, some people, are, I just could never even see you in that state. I said, well, that's how you know that I've gotten the victory in that area of my life and I've come to the other side. But that doesn't negate the fact that that was once a reality. And I see that in so many people. Uh, they're going through the motions. They put on a good face, a painted smile. But their soul is in so much pain and agony. And, you know, everything in you wants to do something to help them. But until they are willing to be true with themselves and to themselves, nothing about their lives is going to change. Uh, emptiness will have you chasing the wind because you never took the time to create a strong why in your life. Oh, my goodness, there are so many people that are a jack-of-all-trades and a master of none. This week they're a chef. Next week they are a painter. The week after that they are um, a farmer. The week after that they are, uh, uh, I don't know, media personality. The week after that they're a magazine editor. You know, those people that are always changing if you don't deal with this emptiness in your life, you will spend your whole life chasing the wind because you never created a strong why. Um, some things in our lives don't work, and often, you know, that is a divine sign for us to make some pivots or adjustments because we might not be on the right path. But your path is not changing every three days and every two weeks. There are some people that are so inconsistent, so uncommitted, so undevoted, it, it's just remarkable when you look at their lives. And the reason is they have not found a strong enough why. Um, they're just winging it. They're just going through the motions. And in order to get to a strong why, you really got to do some deep personal inner work. What are you in it for? What is motivating Excuse me. What is motivating you? What is driving you? Um, what are you pursuing in your life, and what do you have to show for it? I don't want to be engaged in a ton of activities with nothing to show for it. So you need to get a strong why in your life. Let me tell you why. If you get a strong enough why, a strong enough why will overcome any how, uh, any what, any when, any obstacle that arises in your life. And so many people have not found that yet. We give up so easily. We quit so easily. We throw in the towel at the first sign of discomfort or the first sign of inconvenience. And that is not how you develop a victorious and a winning life. You need a strong why and a strong sense of purpose to anchor you in those uncertain moments and seasons of your life. When you don't take the time to define freedom for yourself, you deflect to the world to define it for you. And let me tell you, you don't want to give any person the ability to define your freedom for you because the minute you give them the ability to define it for you is the minute that you give your personal power away. And so I want you to take freedom seriously. I don't want you to just, you know, toss this as another piece of information, but I want you to really get real with yourself and to begin to do the work that's going to get your life to the next level so that you can experience the breakthroughs that you want to see. As we move deeper into this new series, I want you to prepare yourself, and I say that because each week I'm pulling the layers back. I'm going deeper into the work and the lessons that will transform your life and that will empower you to be everything that you were created and destined to be. Uh, some of you have lived so entrenched in deception that you are oblivious to the truth. And so anytime truth begins to come, it rubs you the wrong way and you begin to fight it and resist it 
because you have lived in this false alternative reality for so long. And so you have to begin to embrace truth um, and use it as the measurement and the standard of your life. Today, I want to take some time to address the issue of defining a freedom paradigm. So I want you to listen to this. As I look back on the dark seasons in my life, I think about how many times I tried to find convenient substitutes instead of committing to do the work. (laughs) How many people do you know, or yourself included, has tried to find convenient substitutes instead of committing to do the work? Let me save you some time and energy. There are no substitutes. There comes a point where you're going to have to do the work if you want to see your life go to the next level. Um, After all, relief is much easier than getting to the root of why your life is not working. That's why people like relief, and relief can come whatever your vices are. Remember we talked about vices on the show. whatever those things are in your life that you turn to when your life is not working, um, those things are going to ultimately destroy your life, but they bring you a sense of relief. The problem is they don't get to the root of why your life is not working. And if you don't get to the root of it, that thing will continue to rule you and sabotage your destiny. Um, In reality, feeling better can offer us the illusion of freedom without the investment that comes with truly being free. I mean, you may feel better because you get some relief, but at the end of the day, you're still not free from that thing. You're still controlling your life, and it's going to keep showing up in your life until you do something and confront it. Um, When I got tired of faking, I decided that freedom was the only option. And so you have to get tired. A lot of people are not tired of faking and pretending, and so they keep pretending and pretending. But at some point, you have to get fed up, and freedom has to become the only option for you. The problem was that my paradigm did not accommodate freedom. In other words, my limited and toxic thinking was causing me to live adjusted to an old paradigm. Um, I had been locked in a psychological prison and didn't even know it. So many of you that are hearing me right now, you're in a psychological prison and you don't know it because it has become such a normal way of thinking that uh, you ultimately have become desensitized to your dysfunction. So you just, you're living with it, but you're not liberated. Let me say it again. You're living with it, but you're not liberated. And that thing will continue to control your life and again and again and again until you do something about it. Um, You will always live your life in a cage until you have the courage to confront the thing that has been confronting you. You will continue to live your life in a cage until you confront the thing that is confronting you. You know what that thing is. A lot of people are like, I don't know. Yes, you do. Uh, It's the thing that has been controlling your life, scripting your narrative, um, obscuring your vision, and destroying anything productive or progressive in your life. And so you've got to make a decision that you want better for yourself, that you want to be better, you want to have better, you want to produce better. But first of all, you've got to win this battle, and this is a battle within yourself. This is a lot of us try to make this about other people. Now, there may be some external factors that have helped to contribute to that, But at this point in your life, remember, we talked about it. You're responsible. So we can't keep playing the blame game and the victim and woe is me and the pity party. Now, you've got to take responsibility for your life because at the end of the day, nobody's in the driver's seat but you. You control the direction. You control the speed. You control the pace. You control the direction that your life is taking. And if you want your life to be better, you've got to do something about it. Uh, If you truly want to live whole, then you must take your personal power back. And in order to take your personal power back, you first have to win the war in your mind. And I don't know who this is for today, but somebody is listening to this, and you have got to win this war that has been going on in your mind. Um, The most important battle that you must win is the battle for your mind. There are a lot of battles. I don't have time to go into all the battles that you 
you to win on the course to destiny. But I know for me, the most important battle for me was winning the battle in my mind. But once I won the battle in my mind, all the other battles in my life became insignificant because I had won the most important one. And as I got dominion over my thoughts, I got dominion over my world, everything else began to shift and adjust and accommodate what my belief system and paradigm shaped it to be. And I don't think that enough people really understand that. We want somebody or something to change our lives, but you are the force. You're the engine that's going to drive the change that takes place in your life. And if you lose in your mind, you will ultimately lose in every area of your life. So a lot of people like, I don't understand why does this keep happening because you're losing in the arena of the mind, and you got to win in this mind so that you can win in every other area of your life. Um, in order to win in your mind, you must first examine what you are allowing to live in your mind. Uh, I don't even have time to excavate that, but if you've followed this podcast, if you've read my book, particularly Upgrade Your Mind, I talk about rooting certain thought processes and systems from your mind so that you can develop the winning mindset that you need to develop. I've discovered that um, if you don't examine your mind, you will never create an empowered life. Examining your mind means taking the time to scrutinize your thoughts and their origins. In other words, I don't just let a thought come into my mind without examining the thought and the origin of the thought. Where did this thought come from? And is this thought in alignment with the reality that I'm endeavoring to create for myself? You have to know the source of a thought before you can ever shift your paradigm. So a lot of us, we just accept all kind of thoughts, whatever comes to our mind, whatever pops up in the moment. We don't examine it. We don't scrutinize it. We just accept it, and we make that part of our paradigm and our belief system, and that's very dangerous. As you understand the source of a thought, you are empowered to uproot toxic thoughts and to replace them with healthy thoughts. So when a thought tries to infiltrate my mind that is incongruent and inconsistent with the reality that I want to create, I have the power to reject that thought to uproot that thought and to plant a healthy thought that is the antithesis of what that thought intended to infiltrate upon the mind. An unexamined mind is an uncared for mind. Write that down. An unexamined mind is an uncared for mind. And you have to care for your mind. You have to cultivate the garden of thought, and you got to do this every day. I wish I could tell you you do it once and it's over, but this developmental work on your mind is something that you will have to do for the rest of your life. And an uncared for mind will produce an unfruitful life. So many of us are like, why is my life so broken and not working and flourishing? And we don't realize because it's because we've neglected the garden of the mind. And so uh, after you examine the mind, then you have to engineer your own definition of freedom. If you don't define freedom for yourself, then what ultimately happens is you will um, begin to allow the world around you and culture to define freedom um, for your life. And what we don't understand is that whatever you allow to define freedom for you has the uptee over your life. It becomes the author of your life. Whatever you allow to define freedom for you becomes the author of your life. Freedom means different things to different people, but in order to define freedom, you need to take time to assess certain areas in your life. I hope you're ready. I'm going to go through this kind of fast. Number one, what is your vision and mission in life? A lot of people are not free because they are idle. They have nothing constructive or productive to do with their lives. They need to get in purpose and live on purpose. And so what is your vision and mission in life? Number two, what matters to you? What is important to you? Hopefully more is important to you than scrolling social media and Netflix and hanging out. Hopefully you have a clear sense of the priorities of what your life should be. Number three, what are the non-negotiables in your life? 
I can't define that for you. I know what my non-negotiables are, but you should know what your non-negotiables are because without non-negotiables, you're going to live a very neglected life. I can tell you that. So establish what the non-negotiables are for you, and we've kind of discussed that in another series. Some of that includes getting clear about your values and principles and the underlying beliefs that will govern your life. Number four, what can you live without? One of the most important questions you can ever ask yourself is what can I live without? Some people say they can't live without certain things, and those are the very things that are destroying their lives. So you need to find a way to live without that thing in your life. Next, number five, whose joy matters to you? Not everybody's joy matters to you, but there are certain individuals that their joy matters to you, and who are those individuals in your life? Number six, whose pain affects you? We're not affected by everybody's pain, but there's somebody's pain that unlocks something in you. And who are those individuals? Number seven, where do you invest your time? You know how I feel about this. Time is a precious commodity. What are you doing with it? Because how you spend your time is ultimately how you invest in your life. Number eight, what is your personal passion? Notice I didn't say what are your personal hobbies, because a lot of people, when you ask them passion, they name a bunch of hobbies, but none of those are, the, are, are their passion. How do you know that, Jamil? Because I don't feel the intensity, the desire, the fire. You can tell when somebody's talking about their passion. It's the thing that sets their soul on fire. And for a lot of people, you're giving me hobbies and interests, but you haven't identified your personal passion. Number nine, if you had unlimited time and resources, what would you do? Number 10, what brings you joy? Now, we already asked whose joy matters to you. Now I'm asking you what brings you joy. Number 11, um, what frustrates you? because that's a sign of something that you have either been called to change or something that you have been called to create a solution for. Number 12, what sets your soul on fire? Whatever that thing is, you need to get busy doing that thing. From these questions, you will begin to create a framework for freedom in your life. And after you figure this out, you must take um, the time to find out um, how to incorporate this into your life and to elevate your thinking. You will never engineer, let me say this, you will never engineer a reality that you have not expanded your thinking to embrace. You will never engineer a reality that you have not expanded your thinking to embrace. So as you begin to define this, you begin to expand your paradigm around these areas. Uh, what we have to understand is that a lot of times, what we don't realize and what is so vitally important is that change will always be um, hijacked from a closed mind. Change will always be hijacked from a closed mind. And a bankrupt paradigm will never birth possibilities for your life. What does it really mean to elevate your thinking? This is what I want to discuss in the time I have left today. Number one, you got to feed the mind new thoughts, thoughts that align with freedom and not bondage. Because a lot of what we think is the antithesis of an authentic life. That means that it does not align with the true reality of what our lives should be. And so you got to get all of that stuff out of your thinking so that you can create the life you want. You need thoughts that reflect the life you want and not the life you've settled for. So you have to catch yourself when you hear that old language creeping in of mediocrity and the status quo you got to challenge yourself in those areas and say, this is not acceptable for me. Thoughts that challenge your limits instead of accommodating limitations. Stop telling yourself what you can't do. Stop telling yourself what's not possible. Stop telling yourself what you cannot have. Your language determines where you land in life. Write that down. Your language determines where you land in life. Make sure that your language is possibility-oriented. Uh, thoughts that foster growth instead of interrupting growth. What are you thinking? How are you growing? How can I be better tomorrow than I was today? What do I need to learn? What are the skill and knowledge gap in my life that I need to close? 
These are the questions that are going to help you take your life to the next level. Thoughts that stretch um, and unlock your potential instead of undermining your potential. How can you bring your greatest potential to the surface and develop it? Those are the questions I want you to focus on. So next, you need to fortify the mind. Strengthen the deficient areas in your thinking. You know where your thinking is weak. If you want to win, you will spend more time working on your weaknesses than flaunting your gifts. So if you keep flaunting how great you are in this area, but we see how deficient you are in another area, you don't really want to win because I'm going to begin to devote my energy to the area where I am the weakest so that that area can be strengthened in my life. Confront self-limiting beliefs and perceptions. A lot of us are fighting imaginary battles and invisible enemies. A lot of us are fighting imaginary battles and invisible enemies because we're going at this all wrong. We're lashing out at people when we should be lashing out at the beliefs that have us in bondage. It's not even a person. It's not even a system. It's not even an institution. It's your own limited, defeated thinking that is holding so many people hostage to negative cycles. And so you need to address those beliefs and perceptions. Reprogram the mind by renewing the code that has limited your capacity. Reprogram your mind every day. Get the old data and information out and get the information in that is going to cause you to flourish and thrive. Address faulty beliefs that have... uh, that has stopped your life from flourishing. You know what those are. Confront your past and stop letting it compromise your future. Devote time daily to the development of your mind. I want you to spend time every day working on your mind. Just like you pick up your phone and scroll social media, you can spend some time working on your mind. Avoid an idle mind and be uh, intentional about what you meditate on. Avoid being idle. One of the greatest disservices you can do to yourself is to have an idle mind. Keep your mind actively engaged in the things and the activities that will move your life forward. Next, you need to frame the mind. Set clear boundaries in your mind. I wish I could delve into this forever, but there needs to be psychological boundaries created. In other words, there are places that are um, off-limit zones in your mind. In other words, I don't let my mind go here. I don't let these type of thoughts impede upon my mind. I don't allow these type of thoughts to infringe upon my belief. you got to establish those protocols of what you will not permit and what you will allow to be planted in your mind. Some of us, The reason that our minds are toxic is because we're connected to people that keep spreading toxicity in the garden of our mind. When you're gardening, environment is everything. And a lot of us have people in our environment that are not conducive with the harvest we want to create. And so you've got to get some stuff out of your life if you want to go to the next level. They don't want to go to the next level with you, so you can't force somebody to go somewhere that they don't want to go. Um, calibrate your environment to support the change in your mind. I just said that. you got to get your environment conducive for the change that you want to see. Conduct audits of your relationship constellation to ensure it aligns with your new way of thinking. I don't allow people into my space. I don't allow people into my environment. I don't allow people into my world that are not aligned with my thinking and my rationale about life because what happens, they're going to begin to um, send my life in reverse. They're going to begin to send my life backwards because we're not in agreement. Um, Set clear guidelines of what will govern your thinking. Are you going to be governed by your past? Are you going to be governed by your upbringing? Are you going to be governed by your environment, what society and culture says? Are you going to set the guidelines for your thinking in your life and dismiss every thought that leads you to a disempowered life? This takes skill, but I've gotten so skilled at it that when a thought that does not align with what I want to create and what's not consistent with the reality that I'm building, I'm rejecting those thoughts. I'm not allowing them to take residence in my mind and to rule my world, and you got to get skilled at doing that as well. 
And what we got to understand is that your freedom is yours alone to define. Stop looking to other people to define freedom for you. Stop looking to other people to be the example of freedom. You are the engineer of freedom in your own life, and you need to take the time, do the work, calculate, audit, evaluate what freedom is going to look like for you, and then go build it. Freedom will determine what is acceptable um, and what is unacceptable for your life. So I know a person has embraced freedom when they begin to establish what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. For some people, everything is acceptable, which lets me know that freedom is not something that you prioritize. Because if everything is acceptable, then there is no distinction between you and the next person. And then what we have to understand is that freedom will determine what you pursue and what you ignore. There are a lot of things that I choose to ignore in life because they are not a priority, they are not of importance, and they have no value to me. And so I'm not going to waste a bit of my time, energy, effort uh, pursuing things that are not valuable or important to me. And then freedom brings fulfillment to your life. When you really embrace freedom, there's a sense of fulfillment, there's a sense of significance that you tap into in life that you won't tap into any other way. There's so, so much that I could say around this topic, but I don't want to overload you. I want you to begin to do the work of defining a freedom paradigm for yourself. I'm giving you an assignment in your breakthrough journal. Spend some time over the next few days or the next week, and I want you to think about this. What is my definition of freedom? I want you to think about that. What is my definition of freedom? Nobody can define that for you. It's something that you got to define for yourself. And I believe that as you define it, you're going to be empowered to uh, get clear in those areas that we talked about, uh, the things that matter to you, whose joy matters to you, whose pain uh, matters to you, all those different characteristics we discussed. And from there, you're going to build your freedom paradigm that's going to shape your life and shape your future. If you really do this, it's going to change your life because uh, I look back and people are amazed. I'm the total opposite of who I was before because I've taken the time to do deep inner work, deep psychological work uh, to get to a place of wholeness in my life. And it's, it's what I want for every person. I know every person won't embrace it. Every person will not be willing to do the work. Some of us are afraid to go to those places within ourselves because we don't know what's going to be unlocked and what we're going to uncover, and some people can't handle what they're going to uncover. But for those that are audacious enough to go there, there is a healing and there is a wholeness that you've never experienced in your life that is possible for you on the other side of you doing that work. And one of the most important foundations for that is you defining what freedom is to you. Like I said, it, the definition will be different for every person. But when you live with that, it gives you not only a paradigm, but it gives you a life constitution that you can begin to build your life upon that governs the choices you make, the moves you make, the relationships you build, and everything else in between. And so it's important work. I want you to do the work, and I guarantee you it's going to change your life in a tremendous way. I have so enjoyed this. There was so much to cover. I feel like at times I was just flying through some points today, but I really wanted to get the information to you because I want to help you live a greater life. Thank you so much for your love and support of this podcast and this platform. Thank you for the feedback. Thank you for continuing to let me know that the message resonates with you and that it's having an impact on your life. It means so much to me, and I'm so grateful that I get the opportunity to serve you and to do life with you. Until next time, I want you to embrace a life of wholeness and freedom and to become everything that you were born and destined to be. I look forward to seeing you again real soon 
for another edition of the Jamil Sanders podcast. Until then, be blessed and continue to awaken to the significance and greatness in you. Thanks for joining us for the Jamel Sanders podcast. Always remember, your life has purpose. Your potential is limitless. And only you can define your legacy.